Hello and welcome. My name is Geraint John and you are listening to the Voice for Voice podcast recorded exclusively for your ears in London. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. All right, how's it going? Well, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, so we're back, the voice for voice, sat looking at Will into those mysterious eyes. He's <laughs> just doing me a little smile now. So, yeah, no, it's really nice to be back recording our pod. And where are we recording from? We're recording our pod, not in Brixton, actually. No. A lot's changed. We've been kicked out of our office in Brixton. Not true at all. We've, we're now in Vauxhall. So for those of you who are familiar or not familiar with London, we are in, we're basically overlooking the Thames. So we can see the Thames from our desks and we're located next to the MI6 building. And you can hear lots of sirens going past, a bit like Brixton, but these are serious sirens. Mm, I think high level hap- sirens. What's happening is, is they're doing serious, serious stuff. Yeah, and you can see... crime. See the... <laughs> And you can see the staff of the MI6 building going in and out. They look really kind of shifty, don't they? they? they... I saw them all this morning, actually. Yeah, and you're wondering, what are you... They look like normal people. Well, they are normal people, but why are they they? not like, you know... They're being a bit more discreet. Yeah, but yeah, (laughs) isn't there like a secret passage they can go down? I know, it just looks a bit weird when they're all just going in like regular people. Anyway, so how are you, Will? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. Um, this is a bit of a fake conversation because I see Will every day, but yeah. for the listeners across the world, how are you? What have you been up to? Well, we've been working quite a lot. We haven't done this for how many months is it now? It's been a while. We did it every week and then we just suddenly stopped. <laughs> I think we'd run out of steam a bit with it. I think we'd, we needed a bit of a break to regroup. And, yeah. But we have been busy on the old voice life. Yeah, we've been living the voice life in the real world, not just talking about it. Yeah. On the weekly podcast. Exactly. So we've actually been doing voice work and we've been traveling the world and visiting lots of people and it's time now for another podcast. So this is what we're doing. So this is why we're here. This is why we're here. So what are we going to chat about today then, Will? So I guess considering it has been a while, maybe if you could just summarize, what do you think, where the voice game is at now compared to where it was six months ago or so? What's changed, if anything? How's the confidence in it? Do you think the feeling is that it's moving faster, slower? Big question. And yeah, I think there are the, quite a few in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think for me, it's definitely moving. Well, it's definitely moving. The announcements are come, kind of coming thick and fast. Like Amazon are just launching new kind of things. It feels like weekly. Mm. And so, the ring. Sorry. <laughs> the ring. Did you the see loop, that one? The Echo Loop. The Echo Loop. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, we'll chat about that. But so I think for me, the main players, i.e., Amazon, Google, and Apple, are clearly active and voice is a huge part of their overall business strategy Mm. but whether or not people are actually using voice is another thing and that's it's still the the kind of discoverability i think is a huge issue something Mm. that the conferences and people i've spoken to 
it's still an issue. People still don't quite understand how to use voice. And it's not to say that they won't, because they will. Mm. But it's just taking time, and it's slow. People are obviously using it for the standard voice stuff. So timers, food, as we always say, getting the time, listening to something on Spotify. I think there has been evidence of the uses expanding. I think Amazon allowing you to pay your bills via voice, that's a really encouraging sign that people feel comfortable actually making transactions now. Well, for me, that was one of the biggest, yeah, for me, the biggest news of the past six months, because from a kind of financial health point of view, I checking your bank balance. I'm on HSBC. It's mm, a pain in the ass. Terrifying to, as well. Yeah. So you've got to like do the face ID, maybe type in a code and it's just prehistoric. So I think being able to pay something by just saying, Alexa, pay my gas bill. Alexa, can you compare this quarter of my gas bill to that, you know, that is useful. Mm. And that's where voice come, really comes into it. But having said that, are these energy companies like investing in the technology that allows their, they will, but they're not kind of jumping. Do you think there's an, an opportunity for someone, for an energy company who is more ahead of the voice game? Yeah, voice first energy company. You just check your bills via voice. Definitely. It's like, Somebody said, the, and I keep on saying this, but the new wave of tech entrepreneur will use voice as its platform of choice rather than mobile. And, you know, the apps will be Siri first. They'll create skills. So I think, yeah, definitely energy, paying bills, that sort of thing. Is yeah. thing. Like it could be like a voice price comparison energy site, you know. So, it's, you know, essentially you're not reinventing the wheel. It's stuff that's worked on the mm. interweb and you, you make it voice first. Imagine, yeah, those price comparison sites are absolutely lucrative. Mm. So if you could create some kind of voice equivalent, I think obviously there are challenges without having visual display, but if you can get around those... Well, you have got visual display. On some voice devices. Yeah, I know. It kind of is cheating a bit, though. Yeah, and that's, I think, another thing which I don't think has been resolved yet is are these devices going to be all accompanied by screens or are you going to have standalone audio ones? And then if you do have them accompanied by screens, are you not better off just having a smartphone? So I think that's still to be resolved. I think the other use case, which I thought was quite interesting, was actually led by McDonald's, strangely enough. Yeah, this was quite big news, wasn't it? That, and yeah, I really liked this, the fact that McDonald's, McDonald's are in the news quite a lot at the moment, but they're paying their staff £15 an hour or something. I saw that. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for them, great. But McDonald's allowing job applications via voice and Google assistant and alexa specifically so what it allows you to do is to save and if you think about it that i would much i've always thought this but if you're applying for a job you can hear the person being passionate about a topic okay burgers it's not something <laughs> so it's actually a really or I'd, mcdonald's are the wrong company although they've got the money and they want the pr positive pr to do this they're not actually the right type of company that yeah. with voice would really come into its own like imagine a ceo type role you can hear the kind of mm. emotion in their voice you could put them under in stressful forex growth in the first year yeah you could say i've googled your name and there's something that's yeah mm. but you know you could really kind of trick them into displaying fear or how they're going to react in highly stressful situations you know, it's <laughs> much more yeah you could have a kind of audio challenge mm. Some kind of obstacle course. 
But if you applied for a job, I mean, Christ, with that voice, you just yeah. oh my God. Come on, give it, give it a job. Oh, hi, my name is Quite William. Good Excel. I'm really charismatic. Whereas if I applied for the joy, because I'm like a call center's dream, charismatic Welsh man. Mm. I used to work in a call center and a home movers department in British Gas in Cardiff. And it was awful. And you'd say, <laughs> hello, my name's Geraint. Welcome to Home Movers, British Gas. How can I help you? And can I take your customer reference number, please? And then they'd give the reference number. Yeah, and we should have stuck to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and But I was really good at it. Yeah. I was really good at closing and opening customers' gas accounts. Well, what are you doing here? Well, I'm just revolutionizing the world of voice, mate. <laughs> what are you doing here? You're coming along for the ride here. <laughs> exactly. But voice would negate the need for my role in British Gas, if you think about it, because all you're doing is you're moving from, you're closing your account yeah, and you're opening that kind it. of stuff is so, so it's, it's the same as the job go pretty, pretty quickly. Which is why there's an argument that McDonald's put in their wages up to 15 quid. Or be, are they mm. being forced to? I don't think so, no. I think it's voluntary. Oh, right, okay. Because why would they be forced to? No, I suppose. Well, yeah. Anyway, so that was pretty big news. And the other, what was the other thing? That I think was uh, we've obviously talked about this before, but Alexa, Alexa's push to get outside of the house and integrate into lots of different scenarios. I think that's becoming a reality slowly but surely. Well, yeah, so we've the wearables, voice everywhere. So we agreed that Alexa and voice assistants are restricted because they're in the home. And if they're going to work, you're going to need five of them in every room and they keep on getting updated and they become out of date and they look rubbish. So voice everywhere is an obvious like way of like getting information in real time. Mm. So I got really excited about the Amazon buds when they got announced and yet to order some. Yeah. It looks like you're wearing AirPods right now. Yeah. Well, I'm not Amazon, am I? Right. Okay. I don't work for well, Amazon. I'm not that excited, were you? <laughs> um, no, I am going to get some and they are apparently as good sound wise as the pods so for those who haven't actually heard this development they allow you to do everything with alexa that you can do yeah with a smart speaker so what excited me about it was that if you were a brand company you need to think about voice now in different environments so it's voice mm. for the home voice for out and about voice for the car so how are users going to interact with your voice skill out and about so if it was financial services you're out and about. The clear thing is, Alexa, what's my bank balance? And that's actually safer to do it that way than checking your bank balance mm. on a bus, isn't it? Where someone can look over your shoulder and see that you've got, you know, 10 yeah. quid in your account or something. Imagine you, know? uh, you could also do some kind of augmented reality experience. So like Pokemon Go, where you're interacting with the real world via your phone, you could have bespoke experiences depending on location. So if you're walking through central London, I don't know, you've got a skill for Barclays, which kind of gives you a tour of the financial centre. It'd be pretty boring, but... Yeah, and it's a bit like when you go to a museum, isn't it? You need you put those yeah. awful... So, yeah, it could work... So there's opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you've just come up with a really good idea. That's quite a good idea. <laughs> that's like a really good idea. So GPS-enabled skill, which... So you're walking through Manhattan or, you know, and it can just say you're now looking at yeah strawberry fields or you know the dakota building and you're now god that would be good or there's fun, like an audio it? like a kind of treasure hunt which is done by like gourmet burger kitchen and you're kind of rushing around right stop the podcast 
quite difficult to roll out. But so that's the excitement, you know, then is so you wouldn't be able to do that yeah. with the Alexa in the kitchen. When, and the, quite frankly, those games, which are just, you know, I don't really play the games. I'm not really a game person. I want no. like info. So that that is how it could blow up. But still, no one's done it. No and one's what's done slightly it. disappointing was, even though these things were announced in, you know, they were announced back in October. So there's the excitement of the launch. These products have been unveiled and then mm. nothing. And you're reading and no, no one's created anything. So that's where it kind yeah. of gets a bit frustrating, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. But the States are a couple of year, years ahead. You know, they are investing in it over there. So it's only going to be a matter of time, really. So... I think one of the most interesting debates which has been raging on in the last six months is about voice search. And I actually saw a very interesting thread on Reddit about it. It got quite heated, but someone posted, I honestly think, who is this guy? Drinky AF it's King you, Milk. It's you, isn't it? <laughs> it's you. I wouldn't be knocking voice search like this. He says, I honestly think voice search is the dumbest thing ever. What do you guys think? Now... Well, no, it's obviously the next generation of searchers will use voice to look for things. I think what's maybe damaged it is that there were all these claims going around a couple of years ago. I think the most notable one was 50% of voice searches, 50% of all Google searches will be done via voice by 2020. Now, considering that's about two months away, that's looking like it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen, nowhere, Nowhere near. Because... Yeah, I mean, no one... What are the actual stats, though? I don't know, actually. Probably should have researched that before the podcast. (laughs) I can see if anyone's tried to call them out. But I think even if there are, let's say it's like 10%, even if that were the case, I think the point people make is that all voice searches are dysfunctional and there's no real monetary value from being at the top because no one's going to make a transaction after a voice search. It's all going to be things like asking the weather, asking for the time, asking for information, basically. It's not going to be asking for kind of trying to buy something on Amazon or um, something like that. So I think the financial value of investing in voice search at the moment is non-existent. And I think... But I, when I went out to the Voice of Money conference, which was organized by a fellow called Bradley Metrock, who, who I'm sure listens to this podcast... I was a guest on his podcast. It was an amazing event in New York City. Incredible speakers from mm. companies like Skilled, Creative, Rain, Emily Binder, who gave an amazing... We need to get her on this podcast, actually. It was absolutely awesome. And the excitement there about voice SEO, that's all anyone was talking about. And probably 50% of the keynotes were to do with voice SEO and how they're rolling it out for their mm. clients. And so I think it is really important. But I think there's just a little bit of confusion as to how you actually optimize for voice. What does it actually mean? So if I ask Siri, well, try it. Ask Siri, hey, Siri, find me a podcast agency in London. Hey, Siri, find me Find me a podcast. Oh. Good afternoon. What's up? Find me a podcast agency in London. Looking for agency in London. See, it's just skipped out podcast there. And now it's opened my browser. I'll try it on mine. Hey, Siri. Find me a podcast agency in London. It's just searched in iTunes podcast. 
Oh, well, that's no good. It's a terrible no. example there. But I actually searched on my phone and it was move. We were number one. So we're, we've optimized it for voice, obviously. And we're number one, you know, in terms of the dis, the display, what was being displayed back. So how would you optimize a website for voice? Well, at the moment, it's about optimizing your site for more natural language rather than Google speak where, you know, you type something into Google and you type it a bit weirdly because you know that's how you get better results. But now that people are talking to their computers, they're much more likely to speak normally. So, for example, they might say, hey, Google, would you be able to find me a podcast agency in London? Whereas if you're typing that in, you just type podcast agency London. So it's about the language you use on your website and adapting that to be more natural. So a really easy trick you can do is an FAQ page. So just have short FAQ page with short, simple answers and optimize those for questions which people are asking about your industry. And you can, you can find these questions on a tool like SEMrush and see which has the most search volume. Okay. So are people actually doing this? Yeah. Lots of companies are doing this at the moment. And actually, it's quite a good best practice anyway to have an FAQ page. Mm. So what about the fact that Amazon uses Bing and Google uses Google? So I think that's a massive, massive disadvantage which Amazon are facing at the moment. And I think that is going to cause real problems for them because Google is just so far ahead of of Bing in, in search. And actually, it's very related to conversation flows. So there's lots of concepts within Google search engine which they can translate to their conversation design. And Amazon has got are gonna have so it's gonna take years and years for them to get anywhere close. Because the consensus was in the voice of money was that Google is by far superior in terms of the technology and the oh, yeah. it's lightning. It's like it's not even comparable. Because I've noticed that it is now I'm using Alexa and it is starting to get a bit frustrating now and it doesn't work you know mm. and it's just you're just like oh man whereas google has it's just years and years and years of of data from people asking questions and deciphering intent what do people actually mean when they say one thing so i think that's based on that i think it's a really good argument for google actually coming out on top in the end mm. Mm. i wonder what effect it like our seo agencies really going for voice now or are they I think they aren't, is the short answer. Because it's not to say that it's not important. It's just not financially valuable at this point. But I think the consensus which I've reached and which actually someone pointed out on the Reddit thread is that it's not going to be something which is very important now. But in 10, 20 years, when the current generation of five-year-olds is suddenly valuable, members of the economy that's when it's going to start to become very valuable so it's basically five years away yeah well maybe yeah we basically what they're trying to ask us to do is change how we interact with computers and that's something which isn't going to happen overnight yeah 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 well lots going on anyway yeah just taking a it's a bit just taking a bit of time isn't it really so what about the skills then I saw there was a skill released by, I've got to stop my Instagram live now, sorry. There was a skill released by a company called Contiki, and I hope I said that right. And it's basically for backpackers, and it it reminds you (laughs) what you need to pack if you're going traveling. So you say what, uh, you know, you say what country you're going to, and it basically 
says this is what you need to say if you go to Australia, you need this. And it was designed by a company called FX Digital. And it was, there was a, a, the world travel market was held at the Excel and Contiki unveiled its new Alexa voice activated experience, which helps budding travelers pack their bags. The company's global head of content, Lottie Norman, revealed the newly launched voice skill, which was built by FX Digital. So they've done a little promo video which is quite cool. Not many people do this, actually. So in terms of discoverability, mm. it actually explains what it is. So I'll put that on now. Is, is this the it? most notable skill that's come out in the last six months? No, it's something, <laughs> something that I... Uh... Hi there. I am from the travel company Kentucky. We are connecting young travellers to experience the world. We have over 350 trips across six different continents all throughout the year. Let's help you get the best from your trip with us. Whereabouts are you going on your trip? Australia. Taking a tiki tour to the Taronga Zoo. It's just a video, they can't hear you. Then you'll love our packing list for Australia. Shall I read these items to you? Yes, please. Think about your sun protection while swimming. <laughs> have you got some ocean-friendly sunscreen? No. I'll add it to your packing list. The oh, wow. Pack. I never thought about sun cream. <laughs> you can see all these items under lists in your Alexa app. If you think of anything else you need, I have also just sent you an email to your packing list too. For more travel inspiration, you can listen to Kentucky's podcast. It's called Out of Office. You can find it on Google, Apple Podcast, or on Spotify. All right, so I know, well, you're a miserable bastard. <laughs> and But I think that, okay, there's a couple of things. There's the discoverability element. So that... Video's vid- good, yeah. Video's good, and it actually explains what it does. Yeah. And not many people do that well. They just no. launch these skills. Nobody knows what the hell it is. This is actually how you get skills mm. discovered because you use, and I've just had so many debates with people. Oh, Facebook ads don't work. Facebook ads do work. It's just your content is shit. Do you know what I mean? So that's if you create really great explainer videos, which actually feature the actual skill, explain how it works in real time, as in it actually it's a conversation. So it doesn't matter if the skill, okay, the skill's not exactly earth shattering. I mean, I didn't even go traveling because I didn't like people who went traveling. So I'm certainly not at the age of 38 going to get excited about a skill. Imagine you asking Alexa what to bring to Spain. If I, yeah. if I <laughs> bring your sun cream. If oh, I went yeah. traveling, I'd be like, I'd come home after a week if I was 18. I just, it's not, not really the sort of thing. So I think like for me, the discoverability is actually awesome. And the fact that, you know, it doesn't, it's not earth shattering, like it's irrelevant for me. I think they've really done the promo really well. And I'd, I'd really like to reach out to them to understand like their approach to the discoverability. Yeah. Um, Cause I think that's really cool. And like discoverability was something that we were speaking about a lot in the voice of money mm. conference and the fact that, you know, how on earth, well, what is the plan? And I think discoverability is a totally different service to actually building the skill and the conversation design. They're two separate elements. It's to do with creating really great content and using, you know, highly targeted social media channels to actually get in front of. So there's a customer segmentation process where you need to understand mm. who's going to use the skill. So for travel link backpacking company, that's really easy, isn't it? You know what the interests are going to be. You know their age. You know 
you know, and whether the, I guess the challenge is, is are they the right age of people who would actually own an, an Alexa? Probably not. I'm just trying to think of someone, the did scenario of someone using that. Yeah, I went traveling. I bet you did. You <laughs> absolute. I, I, had I such didn't have disdain. an Alexa back then. I had such disdain for people who went <laughs> traveling. What, who are going to broaden their minds? Ah, oh, and I went straight into it, mate. Yeah, into look, entre- look where it's got you. Entrepreneur, exactly. Look, <laughs> look at me. Entrepreneurship. So where did you go traveling? I went to South America. I bet you did. Yeah. Good time? I found myself, yeah. Did you find yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you did. Of course I did. At three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, discoverability is key. And it's a bit like a podcast landing page a skill needs its own yeah landing page with can, facebook pixel someone can crack it then there's if someone can crack the formula then i think they'll be very highly sought after i think people are doing elements of it right but i don't think there's a blueprint yet for driving like from start to finish a campaign to drive downloads no no could be something to think about yeah well yeah, a lot of people are asking me how to do it and i know <laughs> how to do it Anyway, so that's it for now. That draws to the close end another episode of the Voice for Voice podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Mm. Um, there's like th- lots, 30 plus of these episodes, and it's really nice to see people are actually yeah, hundreds, still listening. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds why. of people every week are downloading it and the thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers. It's really cool. And yeah, when I was out in that conference, everyone had heard of this and I was a bit like, yeah, it's quite weird, actually. Should, but... we, should we do another prize giveaway in exchange for a five-star review? I feel like our reviews have dropped off since we stopped talking about that. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> if, you give, <laughs> if you give us a five-star review on iTunes. Or any review. Yeah, just, but, just a review. You know, but I, yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. preferably a good review because we're charismatic, <laughs> entertaining. We're not getting paid for this. I'm not getting paid no. for this. I'm, I'm actually paying to do this. So, you know, you should be very no. grateful. We will give you a... What's that, the new Google one? What's the new Google one? Let's not... Well, get, not, not the brand new one. <laughs> we'll, no, give no. You a, <laughs> we'll get you a device worth, you know, a certain amount of money. Certain we'll get you a device. And you'll need to email geraint at movedigital.co.uk or contact me on social media to let me know that you've done the review. Your name will be drawn into a hat and we'll buy you one. Okay, but you need to read, give us a review, and we'd really appreciate it. And that draws to the close another episode of the Voice Voice podcast. Over and